listening to It's All About Perspective with your hosts, Abigail Peterson from Kindergarten Chaos and Principal Robert Hinchliff. Join us as we discuss education from various points of view. Take the challenge of listening to see if your opinion changes. But no matter where you stand on the issues, remember, it's all about perspective. Hello and welcome to It's All About Perspective podcast with Myself, Abigail Peterson from Kindergarten Chaos, and my co-host is... Robert Hinchler from Tyrone Thompson Elementary School. Today we have a very interesting topic. Um, we'll see where it goes. So I sent an article to Abby uh, that was in the Las Vegas Review Journal, and it talks about the Teachers Health Trust, and it's, um, it's announcing changes to stop the bleeding. So some background, the Teachers Health Trust, people in Las Vegas... The teachers, their insurance is really not good. And they're going to, right now, currently, they're going to appointments and mm-hmm. they're being told that they either have to pay cash for the whole thing or they're not going to get seen. And I was I was reading the article and some stuff online. There was one guy that was talking about how he was told he had to pay for his colonoscopy up front. And having had a few of those due to, um, due to cancer and everything, I just can't imagine... <laughs> doing all the prep the night before and then showing, showing up, up. Mm-hmm. and being told, Oh, you got to pay, you know, $1,400 or whatever it is. And you don't have it. Cause you're a teacher, not to say the teachers don't have money, but basically setting this up. And, you know, so you've spent all night long thinking about it. Maybe you have a medical condition, you show up, you've done your part and they want you to pay. Otherwise you don't get the, uh, you don't procedure. get the, the procedure. And, you know, you might not find out if you have a tumor or you might not find out if you're okay, but it all comes back to the union, the teacher's health trust and insurance and really the district and and the fact that they just aren't taking care of the teachers or the staff members. It really comes back to that. So, um, you know, from a teacher point of view, I guess, if you had to show up to an appointment or you got your appointment canceled... Or even this, you have been sent to collections because the health trust didn't pay mm-hmm. your uh, medical bills. How would you feel about that? Would you want to come and work for Clark County? Well, it's very frustrating. I And I know our insurance is different than the admin insurance. So you don't have teachers health trust like teachers do. But this actually something similar happened to me um, last year. So last summer, I went to an appointment and I am one of the lucky ones. I have double insurance. So I have my husband's insurance and then teacher's health insurance. And last year, I went to an appointment in July and um, my doctor's office, the one that I was going to at the time, they had an on-site lab to, to draw your blood. But um, my husband's insurance wouldn't pay for that lab. So t- they said, well, we'll build teacher's health and teacher's health trust. So um, I did receive a collections notice for like $28. I mean, I could totally pay that out of pocket, but uh, I received uh, um, a collections notice for it like in May because teacher's health never paid it. They never paid it. And, you know, they're going through all these changes. And so what's frustrating to me is that 
the Teachers Health Trust insurance has progressively gotten worse year after year. And they change in the middle of, of, of the school year. They change just randomly. And here you think about teachers who have prescriptions, who have children or spouses or themselves that are on medications, life-saving medications. And you go to the pharmacy and they tell you, oh, I'm sorry, that's no longer covered under your under your policy. What? You're kidding me. Yeah. You know, it's just so frustrating. I mean, you expect you expect the district and your union for 35 percent of you, your union uh, to have your best interest in mind. And they don't or it certainly doesn't seem like they do. You know, I mean, the head of the union is getting paid a lot of money every year. And yet, in my opinion, from admin, it's not getting better. It's just not. What? Why would you want to be a part of the union when you're what are the benefits of it? Because our insurance has not gotten better. And if you're a teacher who graduated when you were 22 years old and you put 30 years in education, that makes you 52 years old. Do you know one of the biggest reasons, Robert, when I have talked to teachers, experienced veteran teachers and ask them, you know, oh, are you thinking about retirement? Do you know the biggest reason why they don't retire? Insurance. Absolutely. You can't get on Medicare until you're 65. And if it's not 66 by now, and, 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 and teachers health trust doesn't offer them. It's outrageous. They're paying what they're getting in their retirement. A huge chunk of that is going towards insurance. And you would think that, you know, over the last year, year and a half, we've heard, oh, how wonderful teachers are. Oh, we need to respect teachers. We need, we see now that teachers are so important and and they're so needed and we respect them so much. Do more than R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Actually put some actions back to those words instead of just saying it. So they don't want to because it's, it's, it's not beneficial to the people at the top. I don't understand. Maybe, maybe Abby, we're just, we just don't think correctly for some reason, but. <laughs> some might uh, think that. <laughs> I don't understand why the leaders don't want to take care of teachers. They're like, let's go back to it. There's no incentive. I mean, okay. What incentive other than your intrinsic um, rewards you get for changing the world or changing a kid's life? What is the incentive of working as a teacher? There's not money. It used to be, well, people would say, oh, I get my summers off, but do you? No, you don't. Mm-mm. So. You know, what's the what's the uh, what's the value of working as a teacher? Uh, There isn't any anymore. So when you go in Clark County, we talked about this. um, You go to a teacher, a new teacher orientation. I used to work these before I was an admin. And you see all these teachers and they're brand new and they are coming into this profession. They're going to change the world Mm -hmm. and they're going to listen maybe to Dr. Harry Wong. Tell them about the first day of school Mm -hmm. or Ron Clark is pumping them up. And then you've got the union standing right there. Sign up with us. Sign <laughs> yep. up with us. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, from the admin perspective. Or they scare you. Yeah. Or they scare you. Because I've, I've been in one of those new teacher orientations and they're like, oh, well, if you don't sign up for the union, you know, and something happens, you know, and, and it's a scare tactic. It and is. I hate scare tactics. Well, I was going to say, from an admin perspective, there's going to be people mad at me, but that's all right. I'm used to that these days. There is no reason to join the union in Clark County as a teacher. None. Agreed. Agreed. And you, you're, it's about $850 a year. 
If you put $850 a year away for 30 years, that's $25,000. You can buy out a year of retirement with that money and, and peace out after 29. Mm-hmm. If you, Abby, if you, if you're teaching, let's mm-hmm. just say in May 1st, you decide that you're going to punish a kid and it's really bad and I have to investigate it. And I say, Abby, you know, here's your notice. You're under investigation for hitting a child, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. You can join the union from a phone call that day. They mm-hmm. will gladly sign you up. But here's the kicker. You won't be able to get out until the two weeks in July that they let you out. And I've heard horror stories, Robert. Both of us probably belong to Facebook groups online of CCSD teachers and you know teachers from our local district. But I have recently um, read stories of people that have went into the actual facility and submitted their paperwork. And, and because they didn't send a certified letter with return receipt requested, it's somehow their, their paperwork got lost or their, re- you know, it is ridiculous. It, it is, is almost is like being served. Ridic- yeah. You know, like you have to walk in when I did it many years ago as a teacher, you walk in, you have to give them your paper. Now I think today I would probably give them my paper and take a selfie of me giving yeah, them the paper. Absolutely. Document uh, it on social media. <laughs> there is, you know, there is no point to being in the union if you are a good teacher who um who cares about kids and who can count on you to not do anything really, really bad. So if you're not gonna molest a kid or you're not going to steal money from the school. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, then you will probably be okay because from the admin point of view, if you mess up, okay, let's talk about it. All right, here, don't do it again. Sign here. Go have a good day. Um, there, there in, in what has the union gotten teachers in Clark County? The answer is very little and you'll get them. Oh, we got a 2% raise. Well, 2% doesn't cover your co-pays anymore. It doesn't well, cover your gas anymore. Like there's, there is no perks to being in the union in Clark County. There's not. Well, and, and when we think about this, uh, this credits, you know, the CUs on, on right. determining it, if you're going to get a raise or not in, in theory, I remember when it very first rolled out, you and I had a conversation and you were like, this program is built for you. <laughs> you're like this, you know, you can do all these things that you do and it, it go towards, you know, you receiving a raise. And I was super excited. And I remember, um, you know, when the CU system first rolled out, I remember printing off the papers and I remember, you know, writing down the things that I was currently doing and talking with you about, hey, can you, you know, does this apply? Does this apply? And then suddenly throughout the year, a system that was created to, to encourage teachers to do more professional development and to do more things in exchange for moving over a column suddenly became you had to have binders and binders. And and Robert, honestly, I I said, forget it. Forget it. So something that they envisioned or they thought, I don't know if it was legitimately or not, if that they thought was going to aid teachers has turned away so many teachers. And if you're in a if you're not in a title one school, you can't even do it in two years. They have a stipulation basically penalizing you if you're if you're in a higher uh, ranking school. And I think that is 
baloney. Yeah, you can only so the CEUs you can you can do if you're at Title One school you can get a raise every two years if you put the time in, and non titles every three years. So that's a great deal that they negotiated for you out there. Oh, wonderful, um, wonderful! Yeah. Thank <laughs> you for punishing me. When it's funny because I remember being at an admin meeting when um, Pat Skorkowski rolled this thing out, and I'm, I talked to a colleague of mine. I'm like, Skorkowski really won this one. Because it's 750 hours of work to get a raise. Well, I'm telling you, I think I think maybe uh, people such as yourself who have their own brand kind of, it probably pushed them more towards that because you can, in that 750 hours, you can make more money on TPT or or somewhere else than you will for your race. Do you know do you know that there are teachers Robert in the last year and a half and especially over the pandemic that actually made more money tutoring tutoring because if you look at it in our district even after school tutoring is what 22 bucks an hour there Maybe. there there are teachers that can do this on the side after school in their, you know, at the library or wherever and, and can make at least 30 bucks an hour. So you're really pushing, you're really pushing teachers to make a decision. Do I stay in the district and have terrible insurance? You know, I mean, I, I, as, as you are somebody who has went through some medical issues Mm -hmm. and I'm sure um, you have doctors that, you prefer because they know you, they know your history, they know everything about you. And I am the same way. I have followed a doctor to different practices just because I like his bedside manner. I like his, his philosophy and his, the way that he quote unquote doctors. And so how would you like it if you've been dealing with your oncology doctor for 15 years and all of a sudden, he's no longer on the teacher health trust plan. And now you have to go start all over. Oh, but only for about nine months because you know it's going to change again. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, it would annoy me. In fact, I was trying to. Oh, find... but we respect teachers. <laughs> yeah, Don't yeah. forget that. Yeah, we respect you so much. We're going to we're gonna change everything. Oh, We love you know educators. What? You know what? We're also going to do this during the summer. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. When people are out of town and when people are not as actively engaged in what's happening. Right. Exactly. Yeah, it seems kinda, a little shady to me. Kind of like a couple of years ago when they had some kind of union vote and it was like the day after the first day of winter <laughs> holiday. Break. Yeah. It was the first day of winter <laughs> break or something. Uh, but you're right. You know, and then you throw in, it, it's just, it just continues. But like, if you lost your doctor, it takes hours to find one that will actually take your insurance, oh. and then it's two months to get oh, in. Ex- ex- that's exactly what I was just going to say. And don't forget that the way medicine is now, which obviously we have no control over, but this is just the reality. When you call a doctor and say, are you taking new patients? Because there's a chance that they're not taking new patients. Are you taking new patients? Oh, yes, but we cannot see you until October 15th. Yeah. Well, you could be dead by then. Well, if it's an emergency, go to the emergency room. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, oh and but, pay $750 yeah, exactly. To go. That's just what I was yeah. going to say. Oh, but don't forget, it's all it, it, if you show up and it's not a real emergency, like stitches or a broken arm, then you're going to pay a penalty because you went to an emergency room when it wasn't an emergency. It's so sad. You know, like we're just on insurance right now. There's a million. Things. I remember when, you know, when the when the girls were first born. Or, you know, when you have young kids and they can't really tell you what's wrong, mm-hmm. 
you know, or your kid has a fever of 104 mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, do I go? Do I not go? And the reason you don't go is because you know it costs $750 and they're going to maybe say, oh, just go home and sleep. That's a horrible place to be. And why are we doing that to people? I don't understand. I'm sure there's I'm sure there's more to it. I'm sure the politicians are involved somehow, which is never a good thing. But there is going to be a major teacher shortage very, very soon. There are no perks to becoming a teacher. There's just not. Well, and okay, so if you can't afford to 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 compensate teachers financially, shouldn't they have an awesome, you know, insurance package? Shouldn't they have, you know, uh, shouldn't there be something to kind of compensate for it? I mean, my husband was in a union, not the teachers union, but he was in a union um, for many years working in the union. And then he worked or yeah, he he went to work what's called in-house in one of the casinos. So you're working for a department within the casino. He was working for the engineering department and it was a pay cut because of the union's pay scale was higher than in-house for he actually worked for the win. And so, um, but we were willing to take the pay cut because the package was better. Okay. He had a 401k, which he had some of this in the union, but when you work in-house, he got his uniforms done. I didn't have to do any laundry. He just took his uniforms in and they did everything for him. He got his meals taken care of because that was one of the perks of working in-house. So he, we were willing to sacrifice financially because in the big scheme of things, it was a better package overall. But can we say that about the school district? No, because you have terrible insurance. You can't retire when you're when you've put 30 years in because now you're going to spend all of your retirement on Mm -hmm. private insurance. And and so what is there? What is there to offer teachers except for you love kids and you want to make a difference and and you want to educate? I think like that's you know, two points I want to make. (laughs) One is, you know, I think that's why I try truly to give teachers everything I can to make their job better. It's my job to give you what you need to be successful. You know, for example, Mm -hmm. at Thompson, I've talked about it. I think Um, we built a new teacher's lounge that has a refrigerator and has snacks and you don't have to pay for it. If you want a Coke, go get a Coke. You know, that's just a little thing that I do to give them some kind of perk for working with me uh, or at Thompson. I can't, you know, I can't pay their insurance for them and I can't, I can't pay for their gas, but I can give them water or, or a snack for Pete's sakes and not try to make money off them through the vending machine. Mm -hmm. Um, But what's even more amazing too is, you know, the salaries are already uh, crap, honestly, for most people. But yet the new THT plan I was reading may come with a one or two hundred dollar per paycheck fee or whatever they would call it. So now you're giving them worse insurance and now you're going to make them pay for it. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I hope this isn't true. Lord, I hope on your September 10th paycheck when all this switches over that you don't take a ginormous pay cut teachers. Uh, because two hundred dollars, that's 10 percent of some people's salary. That might be more than 10 percent. Well, and you look at. And and let's look at let's be let's look at this a little bit step back and look at it objectively. There are teachers that are single and are they being penalized because they don't have a family or vice versa? If you have 3 kids and you you have your entire family on your insurance, are now you going to be paying $200? 
or two fifty. Oh. I mean, it, it it goes both ways, and it's just it's 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 not fair to teachers. No, I mean it's certainly not. And the thing is, too, is you know them being a, a governmental agency or just uh, just the union in general. It's shady. It's all shady. I'm sorry. It's just shady. And and you're gonna pick a plan, and they have like numbers on on Facebook. I saw like, well, which plan are you gonna pick? And can you really trust that it's only gonna cost that much? You know, they don't live up to your contract. Now you don't really have a contract. They just pay you what they claim they're going to pay you your contract six years ago said you're getting a step increase every year you haven't got that i mean at what point in time do teachers just revolt and it won't happen because again about 33 percent of the teachers believe in the union the union is good for us it's going to be great for us and the reason the union isn't doing well is because 67 percent aren't in it baloney the reason it's not doing well is because it sucks that's just the way it is if Mm-hmm. It drives me crazy. If this state would just have just just take care of their teachers just a little bit. They just got billions, at least millions of federal dollars. Mm-hmm. Teachers are not getting a raise at all. Not one percent, yeah. not two percent. Their insurance is getting worse. But you know what they're getting? They're getting a new envisions program. More programs. More Carnegie and middle school. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I was just thinking of that. I'm like more programs. More programs, less PD, more programs, more programs to just throw at you and say, okay, this is, we want you to figure this out on your own, on your own time. You know, do here, here you go. Oh, wait, they'll pay you. They'll pay you this summer to watch videos of this stuff. So that's good. You'll get, um, you know, your daily, your hourly rate to watch videos on your vacation time so that you can use these programs or teach students who are, um, you know, second language or whatever else they want you to watch. It's just, it's just crazy. Like they're literally, you know, we talked about Hattie, I think two weeks ago, return on investment of time, effect size. The ROI for the union and the district has got to be negative. And then, it's just yeah, I was going to say in the negative. And I think at one time, I, I think this is, you know, if we look and society as a whole, it's like at one time, you know, in the seventies, unions were very, very big and unions did a lot for the little people and unions did represent, but much like what has what we've seen happen over time is that they, it's become more political and it's become agenda driven and everything. Right. Right. And so, so we're still holding on to this, you know, the seventies union and how wonderful the, the, the unions of the seventies were, well, we're no longer there. And, and they're still, they're not, they're not helping. They're not advocating. They're not getting teachers what they deserve. Oh, but what they say they are. Well, well, they're not, they're not. I mean, again, what have you, what have you received teachers? I would love has your union got uh, absolutely. you? Absolutely. I would love to know how many teachers, I've seen it on Facebook of teachers saying, I went down and turned my paperwork in. I'm no longer a union member. I would love to know how many how many teachers have actually exited our district well, union. And the only reason that the union is still around is because they have those people at the, at the beginning mm-hmm. of the year with the new teachers signing them up to replace the people that know their crap and that left. Right. I tell, like, I, I'll be honest. I tell the teachers, <clears throat> if they ask my opinion, I'll say, don't join the union. There's no reason. Take the $850. Invest and, it and somewhere else. Make that your, yeah, or make that so your supply money or whatever you want to do. 
you will do more with your $850 than they will because they will take at least 10% to pay their salaries and then 10% probably for, you know, for whatever they do on the side. And you'll never see that again. But if you take the 850 a year and it's gone up, I mean, I think it was like 640, like three years ago. Isn't that ironic? It keeps going Isn't up. that ironic yeah. that we pay more or not we, but people pay more in dues and yet our insurance premiums are going up. Uh, your co-pays are going up. Your, I, I mean, what is the, what's the purpose? What's the purpose? I have always... I, I'm paying you to pay more. Yeah, That doesn't make sense. This sounds like a bad envisions problem. <laughs> <laughs> Math problem about this. Yeah, let's make that. Let's make a, an envision problem at us. Back when I was a teacher many years ago, um, a friend of mine used to say, if every teacher would go stand in the, in the intersection of Flamingo and the Las Vegas Strip at 8 o'clock Monday morning and you guys did not leave – you would have a raise quicker than you can possibly imagine because you'd shut the city down. People like when the pandemic hit and kids couldn't go to school. Yeah. It caused a major problem. If you went and you shut traffic down to the Bellagio or, or Caesar's palace right there, Flamingo and, and uh, the Boulevard, it wouldn't be very long before there was some action. But the problem is, is that not all 25,000 of you will go stand there. If schools can't run, the businesses can't run because the people can't go because nobody's going to watch their kids. And unfortunately, that's about what it's going to take before anything happens. Well, I do I do recall, I think it was two years ago, that there was a potential strike Yeah, at the beginning of school. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people... And magically, CCSD came up with money. Yeah, then. but... I, I know that there was a potential strike and I know that there was a lot of, you know, talk of fear because people were were fearful of being penalized, of of being not, you know, prosecuted is a hard is a harsh word, but but uh, you know, actions taken against them if they actually went. Yeah. And so, you know, while your 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 example of go and pick it, you know, go stand out on the on the boulevard, while it sounds good, the reason why it won't happen is because of the fear factor. Well, true. I guess I mean, you could again, we're hypotheticals. You know, if everybody went and stood and they said part of our package is that no one will be disciplined for this. They would they would cave, but yeah, a few years ago they were. We had a meeting. We got called to a meeting the admin because they really thought that there was going to be a strike, and we were getting told what's going to happen if we don't have teachers and what if they walk out. And I was completely supportive of the teachers. I remember talking to a few at Smith, and I'm like, "Hey, if you guys walk, yeah, it's your right, absolutely. You know, I support you. You're getting you're getting a raw deal here." And and I would have had to figure it out. And, but I remember also in those meetings that it was like, oh, you know, people asking, well, is there what's going to happen? And and you were yeah. hesitant because of, you know, we did you. I don't think you knew and I don't think anybody knew if there was going to be repercussions, because I know that there were some of my teaching friends that were like, you know, oh, well, we've heard rumors that if you walk out, 
you're, you know, you're getting terminated, mm-hmm. you're getting, you know, uh, well, written up, you're going right. to be, you know, and so there's that, that's the fear factor. That, that's that fear factor I'm talking about that. It's like, you're trying to stand up for what you believe in, but you're, you know, and what is rightfully, we're not asking. It's not like we're asking for a hundred thousand dollars and completely, you know, go to any doctor and it be 100% covered. We're just asking for what firefighters and police officers get. That's all we're asking. No. You know, and people can say, oh, well, they do a much dangerous, a, a, a much more risky job. And that's debatable these days. And to some extent, that's true. But we're educating the future firefighters and the future police officers of our city. And yet the, you know, police officers and firefighters can can retire after 20 years. And not only are they given amazing retirement packages, but they don't have to worry about insurance like teachers do well they can also choose to work overtime at a significantly higher rate of pay they can um you know they have a lot of other perks as well they have a better union again well how do we get those union reps (laughs) I, i wish i had an answer for you but ultimately it comes back to i mean insurance is just one little piece of it there is going to be a major major teacher shortage in clark county it's getting to the point now where you can go and work at skinny fats as a waitress or a waiter and almost earn as much money as you do as a new teacher. Yeah. Teaching's a calling and yeah, you know, there's, there's that in, intrinsic benefit. Sure. But if you could go work eight hours at a restaurant and make just as much and not take it home with you and live the same life and you probably have better insurance, honestly, mm-hmm. we can't compete with that. And when you know, when you can get $20 an hour, cause it'll keep going up. Everything keeps going up. Inflation is going to keep going up. When you can get $20 an hour working at a restaurant and your t- teacher salary hasn't gone up, why do I want to go? Mm-hmm. And plus I have student loan debt. I could go start when I'm 17 at a restaurant and work my way up yeah. and I'll be in a much better position. Teaching is, it's really, I'm sorry. It's just going to be one of those professions. that's going to go away unless something changes. Just it just is. There's not going to be enough people, and that's where blended learning comes in, and all those things. It's it's really sad. I don't know how to fix it. I try to do the best I can and take care of the people at the school that I work at. That's all I can do. But overall, the whole insurance thing. You start messing with people's health care or messing with their kids, they get passionate. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens. But I think. I think this is a big deal. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And, you know, I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed in, te- you know, for teachers in our district, because like I said, I-, I feel like teachers deserve, you know, the same kind of respect that we give to firefighters and that we give to police officers, you know? So uh, we, we know that we're never going to get paid well, the equivalent to what they get paid. We, we, we know that, but I mean, with all this money that was earmarked for education, from the, you know, from the government, why are we not helping out the insurance? Well, and that's why, or, or just the salaries too. Like we are allegedly 48th, 49th, 50th. I don't know what we are in Clark County in, uh, in the nation education. I, I like one of my ideas was let's do take the money and let's raise teacher salaries to the step they should be on just for a year, just for a year. I know you can't do it long-term. Okay, fine just for a year until that money runs out. 
you you would see benefits or you say, okay, we're going to raise everybody's salary by 10 percent. More people, more good candidates would come to Las Vegas. Everybody else is moving to Las Vegas right now. I mean, mm-hmm. everybody is, except for the number one place moved to in the yeah, last except year. for educators, because the salary is crap. The insurance isn't good. You're going to have to do something else to attract people to come and teach in, in Las Vegas, or there's not going to be anybody. And people are retiring. People are getting out. Why should I keep working? Why? I mean, it's a it's a hard job. Why should I keep you know, when I retire, people ask, what are you going to do when you retire? I got like eight, eight and a half years left. I'm going to do something where I don't have to think about it when I go home. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, again, I'm, I, I, I just don't understand why they don't see this or maybe they don't want it. Maybe they don't want to fix it because they keep lying in their pockets somehow. I don't know, but uh, they're not going to have a job if there's no teachers to be a part of their union. <laughs> And I wish, you know, sometimes when we talk about these problems, you know, I wish that that we could come up with solutions, Um, you know, and sometimes I don't have the solution and I know you don't have the solution, you know, but as I've said before, I really do wish, though, that there would be a greater consensus of of um, voices instead of just the same old voices that have been there for 30 years or 20 years or however long there needs to be an influx of new voices that are current and can pour new life into, if you want to say the union or, or the district so that they can see what people are actually thinking and not just their little circle of people that have been saying the same things since the seventies. Yeah. I wish too, you know, like I'm, fairly outspoken, which isn't a good thing sometimes. The the district and the teachers health trust, they're out of touch with people. They're out of touch this year. Uh they're so out of touch last year with what people were going through. Here's another video. Here's another change. Here's this, here's that. I feel like half the time I am sitting there trying to keep the district out of the building because they're just gonna cause mm-hmm. more um Turmoil, turmoil. Yeah, I mean, you're you're rowing, you're rowing down a rapids, and all of a sudden they're like, "Wait, stop! Turn! Go left! Go left!" We we don't care that the rapids are head head towards those crocodiles. Hey, turn towards those. It's like it's it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I I mean, it it's hard enough, you know, to to go through a whole entire school year, but it's it's even harder when you're on a path and you have a plan and then somebody's like, Oh, detour. Sorry. We didn't think of this through well enough the first time. So now we're going to change it. Now we expect you to do this. Oh, and by the way, fill out this paper and it has to be turned in by Saturday. (laughs) Oh, you don't have time. Oh, I guess you'll have to do it at home from your home computer. I laughed about the paper because there's so much paperwork plan this plan i just saw a thing where we got a new plan like admin a new plan it's called a cip plan or something <laughs> something in progress and how they're going to you're going to map out your roadmap i already know where i'm going i don't need to write it down just just stay away <laughs> but again it's just like it's constant it's whether it's the union or the district or other admin or other teachers i think people just got their priorities all mixed up and that's why i'm just I, you know, every day I feel like I'm blessed to work with who I do because I think we, we, at least one school in the district, I think we are on the right path. So we'll see. Well, as we always say, the system's broken. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, no matter where you stand on the issues. Just remember, it's always about perspective. Thanks for joining us this week, and we will see you next time. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We would love to hear your perspective on this episode. Head over to our Instagram page, It's All About Perspective 2021, or our Facebook and Twitter page and share your opinion. Don't forget to subscribe or rate and review on whatever platform you're listening to this podcast. And one last thing, remember, it's all about perspective. <laughs>